Chummers, this is your sysop Zen Dad, and you are listening to The Hidden Grid. In this episode, we actually had a really good chance to sit down and talk with the guys that were working on Shadowrun's missions, and that would be Aaron Pavau and Stephen McQuillan. Now, the audio quality on this is probably not the best. Um, I am going to see if there's another way to do it so that I can get a better sound out of all of this. And hopefully we should be able to do that. Now, in addition to all of that, we will have nothing else but the interview because the interview ran about an hour long. Now, once this is all figured out, condensed down, you guys are going to get it. And hopefully uh, you'll have some more questions for these guys because hopefully after Gen Con, a couple of months after Gen Con, we are talking about sitting down and talking again. And if that's the case, I would really love for all of you guys that are out there that want to post questions to these guys, send them in. They are really nice and they we had a lot of fun doing this. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this, The Hidden Grid. So Okay, Aaron and and Stephen, both you guys. How long have you guys been working on the game line itself? Aaron first. First, not as long as Stephen. I think we figured out that I started around mid two thousand six. Is that right? Yep. Two thousand six. Somewhere in there. In there somewhere. And I actually started with a proposal from Wired, and then got into missions from there. The mission schedule was more fluid than on the unwired schedule, so I ended up doing one of the adventures there first. So yeah, we're pushing three years for me. Stephen? Uh, I got involved when John Dunn did a the open call for new people back in 2004. So I've been writing for about five years now. Started with missions in SR4 right as, actually before the SR4 books were published, which made writing best served really fun. Uh, then went back, wrote a few SR3 missions, and rolled back into SR4, and then jumped into actual freelancing back in 07. Wow. Awesome. Well, now, for for you, Stephen, when you're as a freelancer, are you doing this just in your like spare time, like between? Do you have an actual regular job that you do? Yeah, I, uh, both real jobs that we do Monday through Friday. <laughs> and I think that's actually common throughout all of our freelancers. The only one that doesn't, to my knowledge, is Jennifer. Well, okay. She, she's raising kids and making yeah, money. I think that counts. You, you could say that she has a full-time job of children. Yeah. That's more than a full-time job. Would No, I don't have any. So, 
what is your favorite thing about what you guys are doing? Aaron? Um, I'm coming up with stuff. I mean, actually, you know, I live for, for idea sessions. I storming with a bunch of people that love the same universe that I do. Um, and just coming up with really cool ideas and then having everybody pile on until it's a, an amazingly cool idea. That, that really, really sets the fire, proverbially speaking, under my seat. That's cool. Yeah, it, that's the one thing that I really like about hanging out and just doing the podcast even is, is just getting to talk with people and hashing out new ideas for things for Battlerun, so... Now, Steven, what's your favorite thing about doing this? Uh, probably the just the writing. The creative act is something I love to do, and I don't get to do any of it in my real life. I can come in here and start talking with different freelancers and come up with some of the craziest ideas known to man and bounce them off of five other people turn them into something that could realistically fit the game line and actually implement it. That's, so. that's pretty cool. Yeah, implement, implementing part is cool too. So, you, I'm assuming that both of you guys actually play Shadowrun in your... when you're not actually writing stuff for the game line. Am I correct in this? Well, I don't know about Steven, but I sleep sometimes too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm, yeah, I've got, I've got a weekly game. Yes, I have a weekly game that I run on Saturdays and I play on Wednesdays. Oh, so you get to play and run it. See, I'm jealous of that. I don't ever get to play. <laughs> I don't think I've gotten to play in probably 10 years. Yeah, the trick is there's seven of us, four people willing to GM, and... We alternate through, so every six to 12 weeks, we start a new campaign or alternate. Like, so this week we're playing Shadowrun, and after 12 weeks, it kind of comes to a, a good pausing point, and we'll switch to a different campaign, do that for a few weeks, and then come back, pick up all the characters. It gives everyone a chance to kind of play in all sorts of different roles. By the way. You guys work on that one? Any? I haven't read the credits. I helped proofing. Aaron, did yeah. you write part of that? I, I, I made up some of the, the orc gang leader with the, the bike that can drive on water. Totally me. <laughs> <laughs> but otherwise, not, not really. No? No. Been, I did a lot of proofing. Ah, okay. Other projects we were working on. Well, it was proofread very, very well. I will compliment <laughs> the proofreading. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but very fun to run and very challenging, which a couple of our players didn't like, but I thought it was fun. <clears throat> but uh, Ghost Code tells I found built challenge based off of the world at large. It didn't care whether or not the runners were capable of handling this fight. Mm -hmm. If you're going to get in a fight with the FBI, you either need to be good enough to hang... Yeah. <laughs> or know that you're not supposed to be in this fight and leave. Yeah, that. Which, well, see, that's the beautiful thing about Shadowrun is that you have to fight to win. 
But yeah, exactly. It's a terrible idea. Sometimes it is far smarter to try to run the hell away. Right. So. Talk your way out of it, or sneak around it, or right. Late events, or you know, you got options. Yeah, I've seen way too many uh, total party kills by people <laughs> that just. We have to fight through it because that's what they did in D and D and everything else, and it's like those don't work, guys. <laughs> yeah. If you're dumb and you pick a fight with Lone Star, you deserve to die. Yeah. I think the the major difference is in a fantasy world, the bad guys want to fight. It's, it's just what they're trying to do. In in Shadowrun, while well, there are aspects of fantasy in it. It's really projected into this other reality. And so most of the time, the people that are fighting you don't want to fight either. Right. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, what what intelligent person wants to go into a gunfight? Exactly. So the trick is to find the common ground faster than the bullets start flying. Right. Okay, so... Now, I know, Aaron, I had talked to you about this, um, and you had told me that Steven wasn't actually going to be at Origins, but that you were. Now, Steven, are you going to be at Gen Con? Yes, I will be. Okay. You know what? I think we might have met at Gen Con at some point. Quite I'm possibly. Not, I've yeah. been there the last two years. Okay, it's distinctly po- I've been going for probably the last 10 years. <laughs> I I go mainly because of work, but you know, so I don't get to go around and see all the all the fun stuff that's going on during the day. I end up having to go in the evening and trying to find my way around when everything else is starting to shut down. Yeah. So. It's kind of the, the hard part when you're there with the company is getting into other games because a lot of your schedule is already eaten. And so most of the games you actually want to play uh, are, are concurrent with duties. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the one thing that I have noticed is that it does make it kind of a pain because you know, it's like, you you flip through the book and it's like, oh man, they're running mission stuff, or you know, so and so's running a Shadowrun game. Damn, I'm working now. So yeah, it's the one thing that I don't like about you know working at the shows, but you know, hopefully, you know between everything else maybe at origins i'll actually get a chance to sit back and and after you know the room closes i'll get out to uh, be able to play something that's that is one of the cool parts about origins and especially the um event ban from four to six yeah that 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 lets you get into the the show floor and uh well and eat but you know right or, uh, Origins is more laid back. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, Origins is definitely more laid back. And mo- it's funny because most of the business end happens after everything's closed down and everybody's gone out to bars and stuff. Yeah. 
It's kind of funny. So, Aaron and Steven, how how many projects have you guys actually done between missions and writing for the actual game line itself? Uh, more than two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's see. More than two and less than fifty. Well, I mean, we all we all kind of work on all the missions because we have a pool of writers um, and artists. And uh, and incidentally, if anybody wants to become uh, to join the pool of writers or artists, uh, we're always looking for new talent. But um, two or three times during the development process, it goes out for everybody to see. Uh, and and make comments about. Um, so kind of everybody works on it. But as far as actual like credits go, I don't know. Steven, what do you got? Uh, let's see. Nine missions. And I'd say ten other projects. Some of which we're allowed to talk about. Some of which haven't been announced yet. <laughs> right. There's that line. Yeah. That one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've got a total of one mission and like 11 or 12 of the books, something like that. Oh, wow. That's cool. Um, yeah, actually, and, and Aaron's website has some really nice. Uh, they're almost the same thing as missions with some of those adventures that you've written. Oh, yeah, it's because I completely lifted the layout from missions because I'm terrible at layout. <laughs> well, that's, that's that's what's going on there. Well, yeah, but, I mean, it, just the fact that, you know, you put them all together, I mean, you've got, what, about five or six of them up on the site? Um, well, I can't take credit for all of them. I did three of them myself. Okay. Um, and then... Uh, uh, Knasser, or or however you say his name, um, I think he did all the rest of them, uh, okay. and needed a place because his site went down, and he needed a place uh, to put all his stuff, and um, my provider is a, a friend of mine, so I'm not <laughs> space, so uh, so a lot of those are his. Okay, yeah, because I was gonna—I—I I actually had uh, downloaded to run Ping Time at some point. Oh, have you run it yet? Not had a chance yet, but I—it's—it's it's definitely in the queue of things that I'm—I'm I'm gonna try to throw at uh, at my brand new group of all new players. Okay. So. Well, it is—it's designed to be introductory, so. Yeah. And I'd love to hear any feedback on it because. It's mine, so I can fuss with it whenever I want. Okay. Yeah, I'll totally. Uh, I'll. I'll. I'm gonna run them through uh, a couple of different things. Right now, they they decided that, that as a group that they wanted to start in Chicago, having no idea what the Shadow yeah, universe know. is actually like. You might want to explain that to them first, and then maybe. Oh, guide, I did. Guide I them did. to Seattle. And and everyone was still like, "Oh no, oh. but we're from Chicago land." We'll be fine. Have, like, have you 
Have you had a chance to to play the introductory roles with them? Um, the finely no. crafted and well-written ones. No, actually, what I'm doing is uh, I'm putting together my own adventures for it. Okay. And uh, I, I'm going to show them the hellhole that they live in, and then I'm going to have them travel outside of the city to a city that is not a hellhole, <laughs> and then make have them make their own decision as to where the hell they really want to be. Okay. I was, because. I was... I was I, I was just trying to to give you an opening to you know compliment Stephen because he wrote the introductory thing and let me tell you it's brilliant. You know I I I actually read through it and just so you guys know that when uh, when this episode actually drops, it's gonna be I'm gonna be including I'm gonna do reviews on the quick start rules and the. Uh, the first missions, which is uh, what everybody's your friend, or everyone's your friend. Everyone's your friend. Yeah. Yeah. So homage to they might be giants there. Yeah. So yeah, those are those two definitely, and I'm also considering depending on how much time we have, uh, throwing in the uh, rotten apple review too. And doing all three of them kind of together because I'd really like to get this episode out before Origins hits so that, you know. So that when you we can Origins, if anyone doesn't like it, they can hunt you down? Sure, why not? Oh, okay. They got to they find me, though. They, you know, I tell everybody where I'm at. Nobody ever comes and finds me, so. Not overly concerned too much in that regard. That's one of the advantages of doing a podcast. Right. I think I think the only person that I've ever actually met that also... I've met two other podcasters face-to-face in the year that I've been doing this. And one of them I met right as Gen Con was closing down last year. And it was right after I released my, like, very first Zero episode that was, like, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was uh, Rich from the Cannon Puncture Show. Yeah, there should be a podcaster get-together. There are enough gaming podcasts. Actually, at Gen Con, there is. The problem is, is that I didn't know where it was at that year. Oh, I see. <laughs> okay. Now, here's a question for both of you guys, because you guys have both written stuff for the actual game line here. If you guys could take any one game mechanic from another game and hack it into Shadowrun, what would it be and why? Actually, Aaron and I were talking about this on Sunday. He may have changed his mind, but I like a lot of transhumanist... Uh, fiction. So one thing I would grab would be sleeving. Uh, Clips phase, the new right. game line that Rob Boyle is working on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like skill wires, but it's your entire body. Yeah. Yeah. Where you get to slot bodies, and indeed attributes. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah, that's that's something that I'm definitely waiting for. <laughs> And so Evo is pushing for the whole transhumanist line. Maybe augmentation 2082. There you go. 
Well, they just started doing full conversions with the first augmentation book, so. Yep. Um, yeah, definitely sleeving for me. Um, if I had one in second place, it would be some kind of, of kind of uh, off-the-cuff, but still relatively sane, like, dice mechanic, like, um, because I, I just like fiddly bits. That's just me. I mean, okay. To be fair, it would slow Shadowrun down a little bit, but you know what? It's just kind of neat. Yeah, I, I, I'm a big fan of fiddly bits in a game. And Shadowrun has its definite number of fiddly bits. It has enough fiddly bits. It doesn't need any more. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm actually one of those people that I'm, like, looking at going, well, how can I cut this out? (laughs) So, yeah, actually, at some point I want to do, one of the shows I want to do is on, like, hacking different game systems together. Oh. One of the cool things that I also like about Shadowrun is that it comes with suggestions on how to streamline the game. Yes, it does. Yeah, it's gotten a lot better than uh, the old first edition. It's a lot more... What's the word I'm looking for? Kind of house rule friendly than, say, your, you know, other fourth edition game that we don't need to name. It gives you... Well, you know what they keep saying, right? D20 gives you cancer. I, uh, d- depends on the cell, I think. <laughs> I- I'm sure there are cancer cells that have 20 sides. I'm sure there is. A listener question that came through. It was the only listener question that came through, and that was, are there any Shadowrun missions that are going to be set in space coming up anytime soon? None that are coming up that are going to be run at Origins. Okay. Uh, or Gen Con. Well, I wanted to tease him a little bit. Well, <laughs> I'm going to crush that dream. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, but there is... Um, well, in mission, for Shadowrun missions, what we like to do is, is use the cool new toys as they come out. Um, so, uh, when uh, Catalyst comes out with a space supplement, you're going to start seeing missions set in space. Okay. Which, you know, that's a valid Right now, one of my personal concerns is, is I really hate coming up with new rules through missions instead of through actual Catalyst books. Um, so, and, and really... Space operations would need some rules. Yeah. There was there was a little bit in some of the previous edition stuff, but nothing that was real concrete even. Yeah. So I personally I I, I think there are stories to be told in space. Um but for now we're going to be in New York. <laughs> Which is good. And New York will not be in space. Why yep. not? <laughs> it will be only on the planet, at least for the foreseeable future. Oh, okay. There you have it. 
<laughs> I might be able to track everyone to Boston, though. Can we go Boston's, to Boston? Boston's cool. I don't know. Atlanta's cool. Um, there, I, there are some folks in Europe who are, are uh, uh, what would you say, campaigning for, for Europe, a European city. Mm-hmm. Um, Antarctica is right out. <laughs> but I mean the, the, the beautiful thing is that there's lots of different places that are interesting that missions could go um, but we're talking way off in the future for sure yeah because it seems like every year they you guys pick like a different city to start in well not every year but definitely every campaign right. um I know we're going to want to stay in New York at least until all of the Rotten Apple volumes are out. Ooh, was that a drop there? Might have been. All the Rotten Apple, huh? Yep, what, what you have is, rot, is uh, Rotten Apple Volume 1, which covers Manhattan. Ah. Aha, see. I don't want to get too specific because I'm not in charge of production or of anything. All um, right. Well, there are five boroughs, so there are five boroughs. <laughs> it could go up to five. Um. Uh, I do know that there is one uh, in the pipe, way back in the pipe. Um, <laughs> that may be mentioned on. If people mm-hmm. want to show up to that chat, it may actually get talked about on Saturday. Oh, that's right. I forgot about the ah. Saturday chat. Yeah, that's the other reason why I would like to get this one out before the Saturday chat happens. You want to? You want to? <laughs> I want. I want to. I want to jump the gun on something for a change. Because I'll tell you what, I have been trying like hell to get the transcripts like copied and pasted and moved over and put on our site before they go up on Dump Shock. I have it's never going to happen. I know no. you are just too damn fast. Yeah. Stephen, Stephen is, is like unto a god when it comes to text, so don't even don't even bother trying. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't I the last couple I just I even just was like, yeah, I don't even have it all. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you what. Um see what we can come up with for more details about the Rotten Apple series and uh We'll uh, we'll talk about it more on Saturday. Okay. Yeah, I would love to be there. I'm not gonna get to be there. Normally, I'm there. I've been. I don't think I've missed one in about six months now, and uh, I'm gonna actually be uh, at a a tattoo show this weekend. Oh. Yeah, I can see the draw of that. <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, Says yeah. the man with no wings. <laughs> yeah, uh. that's my boss for you. We're going uh. to a tattoo show. Yeah. yeah, nothing in common with these people, but hey, you have a tattoo or two or three. You're going. Hey, you might, yeah, you might find something cool. You never know. I, I doubt it. <laughs> 
I doubt it very much because, you know, I'm going to be working until 11 or 12 o'clock at night every night. Oh, ouch. Yeah, it's not like a regular show. I see. So. Now, Brian, I know you had a couple of questions that you were going to ask the guys. Yeah, yeah. Um. This list had a bunch, too, but keep going. Uh, it's, hold on, I turned the light off because I can't, uh, I can't focus. I had to turn the monitor off because I, I'm a serious surfing junkie. So if I stare at the screen long enough, I will start surfing and then you won't even know I'm here. <laughs> so, uh, okay. Uh, now I have to read my chicken scratching. Uh, okay, uh, has, have you, has it been tough pulling all the... And, and the different talents from the different writers together. I mean, is is there ever you know conflict where somebody wants something and it doesn't work, and you've got to go back and change stuff? Um, Did I... There was way back in the beginning, but John did a great job of putting a a group of writers together who all understood that we're going to work collaboratively mm -hmm. and since that point Aaron and I inherited a great group of people we occasionally will disagree with each other mm. but that doesn't keep us from being able to say okay I understand where you're coming from I disagree but let's let's see how we can make this work we're usually pretty good at coming to a consensus. If it boils down to, you know, going one way or going the other, and there isn't a consensus, uh, there is a designated person whose decision it is to break ties. Ah. And they break the tie, and that is that. And, and then that's it, and everybody gets on with the job at hand. Yep. Mm -hmm. Sounds sounds very good. Oh, and professional. Um, yeah, actually, definitely so. <laughs> for, for, for what it is, a, a ragtag bunch of, of people who, who all right, let's face it, are nerds. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's, it's a really professional environment. Yeah, I understand that. I know with our group, we, we sometimes have, uh, oh, two and a half hour long arguments about uh, what to do for the next five minutes of gaming. So, uh, which I'm sure plan. happens everywhere. Uh, so, uh, oh, well, here's, here's one. This is kind of a, because I, I kind of put in a, a, a half-assed proposal for, for the missions, and then I put something else in, and, and so I'm kind of self-serving here. Uh, what advice do you have for uh, anyone who uh, may be interested in uh, submitting for any future projects? What, what, what do you do as the design, you know, the guys kind of in charge, what do you look for, you know, when somebody comes and says, hey, I've got this idea? Well, first off, the, the, the ability to put together a persuasive argument um, to, to uh, well, it's not really an argument, but I'm not telling that you have a cool idea. I mean, a lot of that, a lot of, one thing that we get almost right away in the first couple sentences is how well you can write. Mm -hmm. And um, 
ideally, I mean, the <laughs> you don't have to do, you know, PhD quality work. Um, we, we also kind of, you know, guide folks along and, and give suggestions to each other. Um, but I know that one thing that, that Stephen and I really like is to uh, not have to spend extra time and energy uh, training somebody up to be a better writer, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, that's not to say that, you know, if this is your beginning writing project, you, it won't happen, but it'll help. Mm. Um, to be familiar with the game, um, I mean, that's kind of a duh. You'd think that would be kind of, you know, go without saying, but it doesn't go without saying, and I really wish it didn't, but <laughs> in many cases, it, it doesn't go without saying, and it should. Right. Also, um, try to be familiar with the, the line, with the, the Shadowrun missions, uh, previous uh, arcs. I mean, if... Mm -hmm. uh, you know, if if you suggest a plotline that is going to be completely incompatible with everything that has gone before, um, uh, think Star Trek V. We'd like to avoid that. <laughs> um, Highlander Two. That kind yeah. of there could oh, be Highlander. only one. Yeah, oh. there, there should have been only one. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. That sort of thing. In um, fact, it was so bad, I bought the third one. <laughs> nope, go ahead. Oh. Uh, but, oh yeah, so be concise and, and know what you're, know what you're talking about. Did we lose Steven? Nope, I'm here. Oh, okay. Oh. Did you have anything else? To um, beyond that, I would say read what I write. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Right. <laughs> Uh, I know when we had a the big call, and I went on to Dump Shock, I was on the French forums, talking to people, saying, hey, we need authors. And I laid out kind of like, here's a sample proposal. This is what has worked in the past. Hint, hint. <laughs> and uh, just look at it. Tell me what you think. If what you're going to turn in will resemble this in the fact that there is, in fact, black ink on a white piece of paper, and that's where the resemblance stops, <laughs> we may have a problem. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, but, see, I didn't even get involved in that. I, I knew I just didn't have the time to try to write anything up, so I was just like, yeah, I'm going to back off on that for right now. And I, I can honestly say I should have. I threw it together at the last minute because uh, I was very tired and very stressed and, and threw mine together very quickly. So uh, I didn't expect anything back from that one. But, uh, yeah. but thanks. Uh, but and, uh, beyond that, like, give it your best shot. If, yeah. Yeah, if, if nothing, I mean, unless you're really, really hopeless... We're, we're going to give you feedback, at least, and say, mm -hmm. we can use this, but if it was more this, or if you could give us something like that, um, you know, I, again, uh, Stephen and I both 
like to, to front load our effort. So if I can tell you something and you can pick that up, then I never have to tell you again and all of your future stuff will be better. Mm -hmm. Which is kind of the idea. Um, speaking of which, another thing to expect is, is criticism. It's right. going to get commented on and it's probably going to get changed. And if that's not the kind of thing you want to do or want to go through, mm -hmm. then, then... This is not, not the line for you. Right. <laughs> and you, uh. you, should, you should go over to, to write some fanfics. And I don't mean to say that like, you know, you can't hack it, go write fanfics. <laughs> fix is, is, a, is a different style and a different genre, and it's a very safe place to write. And, uh, so and it, it may shock you the first time. The, the but, uh -huh. getting criticism? Yeah. Oh, sure. My, my, my very first editing work, the, the, and my editor, I, I, I wrote a LARP. That was my very first uh, gaming thing. I think I wrote it freshman year in college. Well, I'd written gaming stuff before, but this is the first time I actually submitted it to an editor. And the editor took it. The next day met with me handed the whole thing back to me and said, this sucks, do it again. Um, and that was the whole thing. And, and I was shocked. I was like, what do you mean? How could this possibly be? And he said, well, see this part? Yeah, it sucks for this reason. And this next part here? Yeah. That, that <laughs> and see this next? And, and finally, it was just I, I just had to admit, yeah, okay, this sucks. And, and uh, that was... That was... Yeah. Uh, that made it okay for me to be edited. Sure. Uh, yeah, editing is like the one thing. I, I, I'm i really bad at editing my own stuff, so I hand it to my wife. Yeah, you should, no one should ever edit their own stuff. It's like directing your own comp composition or or directing your own script. It mm -hmm. doesn't, doesn't always work so well. Yeah, well, even proofreading your own stuff never really works. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's you can proof it so much, but then after a while, you just have to hand it to somebody else and say, "Hey, take a look at this and tell me what's wrong with it." Well, that's that's part of the reason that our proofing uh, process goes. It, we put it in front of a lot of eyeballs. Yeah. Yeah. When I when I was first putting together some of the stuff for you know interviewing people and how I was going to talk to them originally in the first initial contact email I showed it to my wife and she goes you sound like a moron rewrite it ah <laughs> uh, of yeah <laughs> yes but you know uh, it, when I went back and looked at it after a couple of weeks I was like oh my god I did sound like a retard <laughs> I, I sounded like a big fanboy that had no idea what the hell he was really doing I, mean, I still don't know what the hell I mean, I'm doing, but at least I don't sound like a fanboy most of the time. Yeah. I love my editors. They make me look good. <laughs> that's their job. That's entirely their that's their entire job, making me look good. If I could yeah. bake, my editors would have cookies all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, you know, we've been we've been going at this for a while now. Um, is there anything that you guys would like to, you know, like pimp that you're doing right now? Or like a website or anything else that you guys, you know, really want to pimp? I got one, but I'll let Stephen go first. 
Oh, I'll let you go. Okay. Well, actually, we got a lot of things to pimp. Um, uh, the PDF Missions Adventures, those are coming out every month. Um, and uh, steady. Uh, they're designed for a four-hour uh, game session at a convention, but if you do all of the envelope pushing and take your time, I mean, uh, I know of tables that have run a missions game for four weeks straight. Um, four sessions. Um, we've also got uh, um, Battlecore.com and what's the other one? RPGNet? No, that's not right. RPG Now. Drive through RPG. RPG Drive Through. Oh, dri Drive Through. Whatever they're calling themselves now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> RPG. Um, if you go on a Gen Con, uh, the Shadowrun Mission Scramble. Uh, this is its fourth year. Is that right? Yep. Um, the Scramble is kind of like the old um, uh, uh, living interactive games from, you know, golly, 15 years ago. I'm so old. Um, oh, please. Where, <laughs> uh, where uh, 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 it's an 8-hour time slot, 50% of it is... is Standard tabletop gaming, 50% you actually live roleplay your character. Um, there's prizes for costumes, there's prizes for roleplaying. And uh, every year we try to make it a little bit bigger. Um, I'm, I'm trying to work out how to add special effects without actually damaging anything. Um, uh, so, no pyrotechnics yet? Not yet. But uh, they tend to be sweeping, epic kind of things. Um, uh, a couple years ago, uh, there were it actually pitted teams against other teams, and there were epic uh, battles that came from that. Uh, last year, I believe we dropped a building on everyone. Yep, that was uh, that. yeah. The yeah. first year, it determined which of the it's actually going to come out on top for a, a specific storyline, and it was the reason that one of the Vor leaders was actually assassinated, and you never saw him show up again. No. Wow. So they generally have pivotal events for the campaign as a whole. Right. Um, okay. And this year... Uh, the game is set to take 72 players. Uh, wow. So, yep. So, uh, uh, this one is, is going to be big. Um, and, but Gen Con only. Wow. Hmm. Yeah, that sounds awesome. <laughs> uh, let me guess, it's set during the dealer's hours, huh? Uh, it's Thursday from two until ten, I believe. Yeah, that would that would be right in the middle of when the dealers' hours are going. Well, see, that's why. Uh, that's why you you 
you know, ply your friends with alcohol and, and cookies and get them to take your shift. <laughs> it, it might work, except, you know, when you work for a family business. Details. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. Hmm. No, I just have to convince the wife to let me quit my job and go to Gen Con. <laughs> hmm. That's going to be a toughie. Steven, did I miss anything? Uh, I think you got all of them. I was just going to pin missions in general, but... Yeah. Well, the missions, I mean, the missions campaign is, is really good for just... Even if you don't want to play, participate in the missions campaign, per se, um, there's still all kinds of material uh, that you can use for it. Oh, yeah. Actually, one of the things that I, I've been notorious for doing is going back and ripping apart maps and stuff from those. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Because, I mean, it doesn't really matter, you know, what city it is if you're just stealing a building layout. <laughs> yeah, resources. To be... resources. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. guys did all the work already for me. Right. Yeah. NPCs are great, too, from them. Uh, Actually, I can... to give a... No sneak preview for one of the things. I've seen some of the new maps that uh, Wesley has been putting together for us. They're amazing. Oh, yeah. They, yes. They're on par with the Ghost Cartels maps. Ooh. Uh, very nice. So. And, yes, and I, can, I just, uh, just picked up the... the uh, uh, newest one, uh, which, uh, boy, I'm spacing here, Block War, thank you, uh, and have had a glance, chance to glance through it, and it's gorgeous and wonderful, as expected, and everybody should go out and download it. Go right out, buy it. Anybody who's listening, buy it. Anything... If, if you're having trouble getting PDFs online, I believe Catalyst is try is working on deals to uh, allow your friendly local gaming store to download them on site and sell them to you. Yeah, I heard something about that. Yeah, the kids that are listening that might not have credit cards, uh, it's still available to you. Um, Great. But inquire at your friendly looking gaming, local gaming store, and um, I, I probably need to have them send an inquiry to Catalyst because I don't know the details. I'm afraid. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, that's that's one of those fun business end things. So. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We those things that I stay out of. Stuff. I stay out of that because I get enough of it in my day job. <laughs> and I've run a, I, I, I ran a business long enough to know that I shouldn't be running a business. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. Well, guys, uh, it's been really great having you here for the last, you know, hour and some change now. Sure. Which, that'll get cut down, but... Oh, yeah. I, I should but. hope so. <laughs> oh, hey, can I pick yeah. one more thing? 
Yeah, go for it. Um, there's a convention in Madison, Wisconsin called GeekCon. Uh, uh, the con is spelled with a K. The geek is also spelled with a K, but in the right place. Um, and the reason I bring it up here is because uh, I host a um, uh, an hour-long talk there called Shadow, uh, The World of Shadowrun According to Aaron, which is basically just me talking about politics and networking and metaphysics and it's really just kind of a big, um, not a lecture so much as a seminar. Everybody gets into it. Okay, so here when are the rules. How did it happen that way? So when is that? Um, I was going to just... <laughs> Look it up real quick. <laughs> Maybe. October 23rd to 25th this year. In Madison, Wisconsin, at geekcon.net. Again, okay. with the con, put the K. Well, you never know, man. I'm I'm actually only about three hours away from Madison, so I might just show up. Yeah, sure. So it's it's actually a fun little con. Um, I believe it was on CNN, actually. Really? Yeah, a year or two ago. I have cool. to look. Well, then I will probably have to check that one out. Sure. So, Steven, is there anything going on special that you want to pimp? No, I'm good. <laughs> You're pretty laid uh, back, aren't you? I try to be. <laughs> You've probably been the most laid back person here. So, yeah, make sure you guys come and see us at Gen Con if you're in Indianapolis. And like, if you don't see us at one of the games, because we're easy to find, I promise, uh, come by to the booth. Great people always there. And there'll be all the, the line developers got trapped at the booth this year. <laughs> Are they gonna, the question is, are they all going to be there at the same time, though? It, there's definitely going to be some overlap where Jennifer, John, and Adam will all be in the booth at the same moment. Oh, uh, goodness. <laughs> if I was a particular uh, young man, I would tell you that they know what all the release dates are. But I'm, <laughs> they do. But I'm not, so I won't. Well, they, the thing is, is that you know, the the release date is the day that, you know, it actually hits the shelf, which is the day that they announced that it's hit the shelf. Yes. <laughs> because there was there was a lot... I remember before there were a lot of uh, problems with release dates being given, and then four or five months later, the product still hadn't shown up. Yep. So, yeah, now they're real tight-lipped about it. Oh uh, well, it's it's not that they're tight-lipped. It's just that they're, it's it's in the pipe, <clears throat> and uh -huh. uh, there are a number of points during the development cycle. This is actually less true for PDFs, which is why we're able to put them out once a month. Yeah. Yeah. I guarantee like, that there will be a new mission every, every month. month. <laughs> um, that, uh, but. There, there's a point where the project 
is out of Catalyst's hands, and then they have utterly no control over the schedule at that point. And so, uh, uh, which is why you can't guarantee anything. Yeah. Or at least it contributes to it. Oh, sure. And I can understand that. Uh, so I work with appliances, and it's tough when you have a part on back order and people keep hollering for it. It's like I, it, if I had the part, I would put it in. And I'm, sh you know, <laughs> it's pretty much the same thing. I, yep, it's it's exactly the same thing, pretty much. Uh, I always tell, I've got a magic part maker, but it's broke down, and I'm waiting on parts. And, uh, mm -hmm. Some some people find the humor in it, and some people get really upset, but that's okay. <clears throat> you learn to be thick-skinned, you know. Yeah, no accounting for sense of humor. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right, guys. Well, it's okay. been really good hanging out with you guys and uh, getting a chance to talk with you. Uh, we'll definitely have to do this again. Maybe. You too. Uh, yeah, sure. Like, not after, not right after Gen Con. Give, we'll give it a couple of months, maybe, and we'll, uh, we'll redress the, uh, the issues. Sure. Uh, your people can talk to our people. Which is right. to say, send us email. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Okay. It's been really good talking to you. All right. All right. Nice talking with you both. You too. Have a good week. Good luck. Mm -hmm. yeah. Bye. Bye. Okay, folks. So, there you have it. That was the interview. Now, in addition to that, there's a bunch of ways that if you want to get in contact with us so that you can ask your own questions to these guys, you can do any of the following. Send us an email at zended at hiddengrid.com. You can get on the forums at hiddengrid.com slash forums. You can comment on the blog, which is at hiddengrid slash blog. And you can post on this episode or any other episode. You can send us an MP3 file in email, and we will be adding those and playing those back. As well as if you want to get a hold of us on Skype, you can find username Hidden Grid. You can look for us on my MySpace at Hidden Grid as the username as well. Uh, Twitter, you can follow us there under Hidden Grid. And you can also find us on Yahoo Messenger under Hidden Grid. Now, remember, chummers, there are lots and lots of street proverbs, and you know my favorite, conserve ammo, shoot straight, and never, ever deal with a dragon. The music for the Hidden Grid podcast is Tripping the Deck by Harmony Steel. You can find all of her other great Shadowrun-inspired tracks at allerinmusic.com. The Hidden Grid is released under a Creative Commons Attribution, non-commercial, share-alike, 3.0 U.S. license. <laughs>